I would like to begin by paying my respects to the Wondery people, to the traditional custodians of this land where we are meeting upon today for its elders and past and presents and even especially for the people with an intellectual disability of those self-agency groups as well. Thank you. Welcome to 3CR Raising Our Voices, 8.55am on the dial. Today we're talking to Jane Rosengrave and later we'll get James Teakin on the phone. We're discussing moving into independent living. So that's moving from shared supported accommodation into independent living for people with disabilities. And um, Jane, you've got a lot of experience. Your life has been full of experience of this type. Do you want to tell the listeners? Okay. Going way back in the um, 80s, after I left um, the institution, we went into a house which was called, in CB Street, which was called um, a CAU. And um, that was after from the hostel from the institution, but we were still connected to the institution we were because we had to ride our bikes down to the Work Education Centre and we still were still connected to the staff down there because they came up each day to make sure that we did our jobs properly um, I can remember one time that when I was having fits as well, when I was walking to the milk bar and I had an epileptic fit in the main street, I did. But the people who I knew, because I was working on the roads, that they rang up Pleasant Creek and they had to come and bring me, take me back down to the institution to stay there for a week or two Ah. after I had the fit. Because the CRUs, there was no staff staying there overnight. Right. So the CRU, Community Residential Unit. Yes. So that was like a a place that, that had staff during the day but not during the night time. That's and right. And had to go back to... Yeah, I had to go back to senior girls and on, stay there for two or three weeks. You, you were quite unwell after the... Um, no, I wasn't. It was just because I had epileptic fits, which I was... Okay. You know, and my punishment was because I had it in the main street in, in town that no one was there but the workers are the ones that had to um, take me back to the... CB Street and us people that were living there with me had to ring up the um, the staff from Pleasant Creek and they came down and picked me up and I had to stay down in Senior Girls for three weeks for it. So Jane, you were living in the uh, the CRU, Community Residential Unit, yeah, and then you were living with your partner for a while? Um, this was after I left store. But um, while I was in stall, I was living in CB Street. We stayed there for about oh, about three years, we did, with the people from Pleasant Creek. And then after that, um, we found out that CB Street was getting sold to someone else and we had to all go back down to Pleasant Creek in the hostel and stay there until there was another place vacant and a sit in the um, town, which there was, and it was in um, Holt Street this time, but it was a ex-staff member that had that house and he, she sold it to the government and then she just lived next door, built a house next door to the, where we were living so she can keep an eye on us after hours when there was no staff there. And then after that, um, I stayed there for about probably a year or 18 months in that house and then we had to tie... That's when the staff came up to us and said... We had to find our own place without no help. 
and that was our own flat in in this town. And I stayed there for about two years, and then that's when me and the, my partner started going together. And that's when I started moving. I went and left Melbourne. I'm not Melbourne. Stall came to Melbourne, and I lived with him for about twelve years. And there was a lot of. I was having epileptic fits at the time. I was, and there was a lot of domestic violence that went on, which I had to not tell anybody. And it was we were paying in a private house, which was paying high rent in those days. Mm, private rental. Yeah, private rental. And then um, when that time came, I had a brain surgery in two thousand and four. And then after that, I started going to Melbourne to reinforce a lot, which is a self-agency organisation that's for people with an intellectual disability that stands up for your rights, and we fight our rights Mm. as well and demand the government to close these institutions down and have people with a disability to have their voice heard. And then after that, that's when I put up with it for about... Um, nine years after the brain surgery, and then I gave him three warnings. And then after that, I had nowhere to go after I left him. I did. And I went and stayed at a friend's place for two weeks, and then they flew me up to the top because I was Aboriginal and because I was brought up in an institution. You mean the priority list? Yeah, the priority list, and because I had no connection to my family as well. So I was under the Sacred Heart Mission in St Kilda, stayed also there for, refuge. yeah, it's like a refuge yep. thing where people can't tell you where to go, you know, I mm. mean, not where to go, but. Well, it's a safe place, so you're away from violence. That's right, yeah, after, when you've been through a domestic violence. And I stayed there for about six months, seven months, and then after that, um, they once there was another little vacant where you can just stay for a month. Trans, 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 yeah, transitional. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Once, the, once the vacancy came up in Melbourne, um, that's when they just asked me would I like to have a look, and I said yes, definitely. So, um, I decided to take that that position in Melbourne. And ever since I've lived there, I am free as a bird. Wonderful. You've and been... my health's been a lot better. I've not been under stress. I haven't. And I've not been under pressure. I didn't. Need, I don't need to depend on anyone. Mm. Um, and I'll be staying this way until the day I die. <laughs> You've been through some tough times, Jane. Definitely, I have. You have. Yes. Um, I'm so glad that you're living in a place now that is a place you can you can call your home. You're on your own, and you can stay there until until the end of your life. Yeah, you choose to. And I'm I'm a freezer bird, and I can fly around and lay eggs. And <laughs> I love it when you say that. <laughs> you need to have a bit of a laugh on this VCR exactly. radio for people to have a laugh at. Exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, you're not sharing with anyone else, and and you're living you're living on your own. Yes, um, that must be so different from what you were used to. Oh, definitely, because it was at like it was at the age of fifty that I left him, 
And I said to myself, because, you know, there was two opportunities that they asked me if I'd like to be go under, under the high-rises of the um, part for the Aboriginals or if you want to go under the wintering home, and I chose the wintering home. It's good that you were given a choice at least for where you wanted to live. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think that's important. It is very important. And um, ever since I have left, my my health has um, got a lot better and um, I don't need to depend, depend on anyone else now. I'm just my own life, my own um, person and... You know, I can just please myself when I want to go, when I want, where I want to go. If I want to go on a holiday, I can, you know, and all this. So I don't need to depend on anyone else. So who does your grocery shopping? Myself, actually. If I go myself and I'm not far from, um, I'm not that far from a supermarket, which I can just go for a walk and, um, please myself when I want to, and I even sometimes go down to the homeless for a meal because they've accepted me there That's lovely. as well. When you feel like it, you can do your own cooking? Yes, I can do my own cooking. And I can you do please, your own cleaning? Yep, and we share the laundry and I can please myself when I want to do washing. I can stay up all night if I want to and watch the cricket, which I have done actually. <laughs> yeah, because I love the cricket, it's I do. It's on at the moment, right? Yeah. yeah, and this Thursday coming is another the last test, but the Australia, the Aussies have won, they have, which is great. And, like, I do stay up late, but sometimes I sleep, sometimes most of the day if I do stay up late. <laughs> well, I do that too. If I stay up late at night, I'll sleep in. Well, put it this way, I and see you that you that. only live once, yeah, Get under the ground a lot longer than what you are alive, so your mice will be free as a bird. <laughs> and the thing is that you, when you're living independently, you've got your freedom. Yeah, you can choose. You can choose your hours. You can that's choose right. all of your activities. You can that's, choose what you're yep. doing. And that's why I'm I'm saying free as a bird because you can choose your uh, you can choose yeah where you want to go. So what about if you need help? Can you get help? Yeah, um, like. Um, there is people who they've got um, workers that come and check up on them once or once or twice a month just to see how things are going and we go out for a couple and we just fill them in on what we've been doing and all this and um, we even um, even if we have to go to the doctors or get our um, for women, you know, when our, when we go for a breast screening or that and mm. we ask them to come along because sometimes the people, they speak jargon, the, yeah. do you know? And it's hard to understand when they speak the long words, What you know? Yes, so that's another reason why we have our workers coming with us. Sounds good to me. Definitely. <laughs> so if, you get, if you're at home and you're on, you're on your own and you get stuck with something, can you call someone? Well, I have... That has happened actually to me because yeah. um, it's been on a weekend where I was sick and I had I was run down and I, and I had the diarrhea and all this and then I asked one of the other mate housemates who lives where I am if they can ring an ambulance for me which they did and then um, the ambulance came and then I went to the hospital. Stayed there for about four hours because 
of what happened. Mm. And then they gave me a taxi voucher back to go home, but just to stay home and rest. And then the other people that were living there were just checking up on me. And That's then really kind. On the week, on Monday, they told the, um, the people who were looking after us, the staff, and then the staff came and checked to see how we are going. Okay. That's really important. It is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We've got another person, James Teakin. I'm wondering if we can get him on the phone to have yeah. a, bit of a chat about moving into his own place. Yep. That'd be great. Grouse. You're listening to 3CR, 855 AM Community Radio, Raising Our Voices. And uh, we're going to a song. Accidentally Kelly Street by Frente. Listening to 3CR 8:55am Community Radio, raising our voices. We were just listening to "Accidentally Kelly Street" by Frente, and we have James Teakin on the line. Hi, James. How are you today? I'm very well and fantastic. Great. Excellent. Guys, I'm Bronwyn Trickett. I'm here with Jane Rosengrave. We wanted to talk to you about yep. moving into your own place from supported accommodation. Yes, I have been living. I have been living independently since uh, probably since I started the support package. Okay, so you were in supported accommodation a while ago. Yes, yes a while ago. Yeah. You're living on your own. You've got your own apartment. Yes, got my own apartment. Live on my own. I was sharing. I was sharing with a flatmate, but he decided to move out. Okay. And then I then I took over from him, that, but I've been here since since he moved out. Mm, mm. So you you like living on your own? I mean, it, it's better than shared accommodation. It's better than shared accommodation because you, you get to go out 
come home anytime you like. You get to go to get to go to sleep anytime you like. You get to eat your own dinner anytime you like. Uh, you can go to the you can go to the library anytime you like, like in the morning or afternoon. Um, you can go out for breakfast somewhere anytime of the morning or, or afternoon or night. You can go out for dinner. If I wanted to go out for dinner, I would go out for dinner if I wanted to. But that's my choice. But so it's a sense of freedom. And, and that's exactly what Jane was talking about as well, being able to do whatever you like. Whenever you like. It's a sense of freedom at going out somewhere, going to have drinks with friends or socialising with friends or family friends Mm. or um, socialising with people that you know. And when you're in shared supported accommodation, that's something you've got regimented times, you need to do things, Uh, there's meals prepared at certain times, did you have a yeah. key to your own place when you when you lived? I have a key to my own place. I have a key to my my own letterbox. I have uh, I check my mail. I check my mail every day, but I have I go to appointments. I go to my own appointments. I ring. I ring and make my own appointments with my own doctor. I go to St Vincent's Hospital for appointments sometimes. And you were in hospital for a, a while, James. Yes, I was in hospital for a long time, actually. And you've been able to move back home out of hospital. Yes. And you're doing okay. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm out of hospital because they didn't like the the way I was treated in hospital. What happened, James? I was treated in hospital, and I wasn't I wasn't allowed to go out. I wasn't allowed to go to meetings at at at, at Ross House. Okay. Um, wasn't allowed to go to the, the focus meet the focus meetings. At, so you didn't uh, have your freedom again. It was take, it was away from you. You didn't. My freedom was stolen. Was that because of your medical condition? I mean, sometimes. Yes, I had to check with the doctor if I could go yeah. out to. to okay. um, but now, ever since being at hospital, I, I go to um, the I go to the Amida meeting sometimes. I go You're on the to, Amida committee. I'm on the Amida committee. I'm on the um, the Saru management committee as well. Mm. I'm on every committee that that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, and I'm part of Raising Our Voices Committee. <laughs> yes, of course you are. And but you do your own grocery shopping and you do your own cooking and cleaning. I do my, I do my I get people to, I get people to come out to do some cleaning for me. Okay. I get especially I get after ho- hospital you'd have have a bit of trouble. Yeah, I have trouble I have trouble getting I mean, I shower myself in the morning. Uh, I get myself dressed in the morning, but with shoes and socks, I get I get help with shoes mm. and socks because mm. I can't because I can't bend my right knee at yeah. the moment. Yeah, you're still recovering. Still recovering with my right knee, but I do I do I do exercises in the morning and afternoon. But I I, I enjoy living independently because I, I I get my own freedom. 
Um, I get to go to appointments at my doctor's. Um, I go to St. Vincent's Hospital for, for uh, I've got a CT scan coming up soon in November, I think. Okay. Um, I, I occasionally I occasionally go out for coffee on myself. I occasionally I occasionally do small shops, not but I haven't started work yet because of my the foot brace that I've got on my leg, mm. on my foot, I should say. And, and James, and James, yeah. what's the organisation that you're under? Where you're living and do you have, like, if you want to go on a holiday, do you go in a group or do you go on your own? I mainly I mainly go with the group, a holiday group, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I organise my own holiday. I choose, I choose the holidays that I want and then I just make, I just make a phone call to the holiday, to the holiday company and then... I just say I'm interested in this holiday. Can you put my name down on the list? Ah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and then I, I ring, I ring my NDIS people to say I'm interested in the holiday. Can they pay for half of it for for a quarter half, and then the other half would come from 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 state from state trustees, I think. Oh, that's good then. Yes, because I'm looking for. I'm trying to go under the NDIS well, so yeah, I yeah. can um, go for a holiday yeah, somewhere, yeah. and that's why I've asked depends, you. Yeah, yeah, but it just depends on your it depends on your package that you've got with the NDIS actually. Yeah. So, James, when you're on your own at home, if you get stuck with something, can you call someone? Um. If I get stuck, where? Like, if you've got a problem that you you can't solve, or you're not sure what to do, and if it's on the weekend, hmm, uh, depends where I am on the weekend, actually. Fair enough. I suppose um, it's the question I was getting at is: if you're living on your own, do you have um, help? I would call nurse. Nurse and call mm. or something. If it's something yeah. medical, yeah, for sure. I would speak to my doctor for for medical help. Sure, yep. I would speak to um, if I if I had a bad, if I had a bad fall in in the shower, I would call to, call for help. That's it. That's it. Or call for the hot. Go, Call for an ambulance if I had a bad fall. That's or it. Call, or call triple zero and then uh, speak to whoever. That's that's a really and good idea. Ring, ring everyone that knows me, like my girlfriend, my my sister, my cousin, or a family a family member that knows me. That sounds great. Uh, so, I, I suppose would you would you say to people who are still living in supported accommodation and are thinking about living on their own, would you say that it's definitely something? I would highly recommend that they 
I highly recommend that the person that wants to give a go living independently to give it a go and see if they like it. And if they if they if they like living in, if they like if they want to live out of their shared accommodation, they wouldn't have to speak to whoever is in charge of them or mm. speak to your uh, DHS officer. I think. Yeah, depend, depending on where they're living, where the person is yeah, living. Yeah, depending where you're living, you'd have to ring up the, the Department of Health and Services, I think. Health and Human Services, yes, or yeah. um, or speak to yeah. a family member or somebody close. Or speak to a family member or speak to your house, house supervisor That's of the, yeah. the shared house that you're living at. Jane, would you recommend to people that it's a good idea to live on your own? Oh, definitely, I reckon, because you can place yourself what you want to do and you can place yourself where you want to go and all this and you don't have to ask the staff saying, oh, no. I'm going over to there for about two hours to see my friend and if they and if the staff say, no, you can't, then you don't have a cha- choice when you're in the yeah. CAU. You know, yeah, yeah. you've got other people there, but when you're on a, in a flat on your own... You can place yourself what you want to do. You don't have to depend on anyone else, and that's that the best. True, yeah. That is true, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do that occasionally. Yeah, and that's the best thing, and it's better for your health too, I reckon, you know. Yeah, I, I, get, out, I get out and about. I, I go to um, – I, I get out and visit friends. I, 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 stay, I, I stay at friends' places like um, – I have people over. I have people over in my place to visit me. I have. I, I speak to my cousin on the phone. Um, I get messages. I get messages from my cousin saying, saying good morning and saying good afternoon. Um, people ask me how, how my day's been, and I say I say my day's been very good. Um, I say my day's been excellent. I explain how my day's been to the to a person that, that's asking me a question. If they want anything further from me, I would let them know. Yes, that's it. But if, if I'm busy, I won't. I won't answer my calls. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, you can go to Message Bank and you can get back to people a bit later on. Yeah, yeah, but you've got to listen to the. You've got to. You've got to go to your voice messages on your phone, and then you've got to delete all your all your messages on your phone. Yes, which is hard because sometimes I, sometimes I get forty messages and then you've got to delete all forty messages. So. Uh, Jane, is there anything else that you would comment about having having your own place now and, and perhaps somebody who's considering that? Well, um, like when, when you've got your own place, you can place yourself what you want to put up on the wall and, yeah, you know. Yeah, decorate your Yeah, your decorate your own place and, and if you want yeah. liner, you can have liner. If you want carpet, you can have carpet. But, um, yeah. you know... Yeah. As long as you're happy where you are and, and that, because I know I'm happy where I am, and yeah, I yeah. will not 
ever be moving from where I am because I'll be staying there until the day I bloody die. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah. I I could choose my own holiday. I can choose which holiday group I want to go with. Like, um, there are different places you can call for for holiday groups. And... We come up with their with phone number and their contact number, and their their um, then you can co- contact them, or you can email where, them. Where where so, are you finding them, James? You're looking them up on Google. Yep, and all different organisations as well. Organisations, yeah. So you can ask Google, or you can ask Google Assistant, or you can or you can um, go to your local holiday. Okay. Um, pl- uh, place. Thank you so much, James, for coming on the phone and talking to us about moving into your own place. Thank you very much for calling me up, and hopefully, everyone understands how I chose to live independently, and I'm happy living independently. And I would like That's to great. more people. Out, I would like to get more people out there trying to live independently by themselves. Yes. And thank you, Jane, very much for coming along. You're listening to 3CR, 8.55am Community Radio, Raising Our Voices. Thank you very much, James. Cheers. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.